You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. This podcast is made possible by the Made in Oklahoma program, created for Oklahoma's entrepreneurs. The free-to-join program focuses on economic growth and development for the small businesses who grow, process, or manufacture a good within Oklahoma. Retail stores who sell Made in Oklahoma products can also benefit from their program. Above all, they encourage you to support and shop local wherever possible. Find them on Facebook and visit their website at www.madeinoklahoma.net to learn more. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode down in Norman, Oklahoma today in... I'm a Cowboys fan, so we're in, like, enemy territory for me. It's all right. But I do enjoy right. coming down here. Bloom um, where you're planted. Yes. Also, the last time I did come down here, we lost, and it was freezing cold, and it was miserable. So it wasn't a great experience, but obviously, beautiful, beautiful place to come and hang out. Great food and naturally great coffee down here, and that's what we're going to talk about today. I am down here with Tim Herbal to talk about his businesses, but in in particular not your average joe tim thank you so much for uh, for having me today mike thanks for coming making the journey i know we were postponed a little bit because of uh, some kind of cold weather or something so yeah some crazy snow right yeah, it was the, the arctic came to visit oklahoma gosh it was chaos wasn't it it was it a long was week miserable a long week evidently coffee equipment requires constant electricity <laughs> and high water pressure who knew who knew right <laughs> And it's the one thing that you really want too when it's freezing cold is a hot drink, isn't it? That's right. But um, no, thanks for thanks for having me today. I'm excited, you know, to, to share the story and 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 there is plenty to share. But today, in, in you know, particular, we're going to talk about not your average Joe. But before we do, give the listeners some context. You know, who are you? Where are you from? And then, what businesses are you guys involved in? No, absolutely. Well, I grew up in the Panhandle in a fun named town, and it's especially fun to say in public. I'm a graduate of Hooker. Hi. Uh, I grew up in the Panhandle in Hooker, Oklahoma, which is yeah. near Guymon. It's where the meteorologist stands, you know, when they're talking about the weather for the state. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Beautiful anyway, up there. It's, it is a rugged beauty. We call it John Wayne country. Yeah. But my dad was the town butcher. My mom was the town baker. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I don't make candles, so don't ask. Uh, but customer service and exceptional food has always been a part of my DNA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had three chapters in life and my third chapter happens to be coffee and helping others through that. And I started roasting about 10 years ago with our company Compadres Coffee Roasters. And we did a lot of fundraising. And so we would put other people's labels on the coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually that coffee got handed off to this place and that and different coffee shops started using us. But again, it was their label on the coffee. And so we had an exceptional product and we knew that along the way we got certified to the specialty coffee association. One of my early business partners, uh, also from across the pond, mm-hmm. uh, and he was the tea bloke. Yeah. Um, but uh, Mark Maxted, great guy, uh, still uh, loosely affiliated with us, and uh, he's he's just a great guy to talk with. And we kept growing, kept doing what we did, um, and eventually we created a blend of coffee called Not Your Average Joe. And every time we would sell this blend of coffee, we would give to different projects to help. Mm-hmm. Not Your Average. Joe's. Maybe that was disabled veterans. Maybe that was uh, grandparents raising grandkids. Yeah. Uh, maybe that was adults with special needs. We had a myriad of different charities that we would send money to. 
eventually we had the opportunity to take over a coffee shop in Midtown, uh, and we thought about that. Uh, they were a customer of ours, and it was a great location, but we're like, you know, the world just doesn't need another coffee shop, let alone another pretentious coffee shop. But we said, maybe the world does need another story to go with that coffee. Maybe the world needs a reason to smile, to feel better, to make their day brighter. Mm -hmm. And so we decided to make Not Your Average Joe not just a blend of coffee, but its own nonprofit. And we focused on hiring adults with special needs. And so we've been down in Midtown since January 1st of 2019. And it's gone very, very well. Uh, Obviously, a pandemic showed up to disrupt our plans. But along the way, we were invited to come here to the University of Oklahoma campus. We're sitting, obviously, in an old house. Uh, And the big room down there has been remodeled. It's three Three times larger than what we have in Midtown. Um, a statistic, Mike, behind the scenes: eighty percent of adults with special needs are unemployed. Yeah, eighty mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, that is not an acceptable number. Right. So every time we open a new location, eight to twelve adults with special needs get a job. Awesome. And we just put an Instagram post out uh, for one of our employees, and her mom had videoed what it was like when she got the news. Yeah. And it's just... Yeah, oh, it's yeah. Christmas Day, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's, uh, it was magical. That's awesome. So, yeah, that's a little bit of how we got here. And uh, our third location is under remodel right now at May and Britain inside of Homeland. Uh, they approached us and said, hey, love what you're doing. Let's uh, work together to yeah. address this statistic. And let's get great coffee in the hands of uh, people shopping. Uh, but more importantly, a, a better story to yeah, go with yeah, it. Yeah. So, so growing up, going to Hooker High School, it's hilarious <laughs> you to say resist, that, isn't it? No, I couldn't. Now, just uh, so you know, yeah. I shopped at Hooker Hardware, <laughs> and we drove around in the Hooker Activity Bus. <laughs> I, just, I need to just drive through Hooker, Oklahoma, and you see like little things, and you always see little pictures or memes or whatever, and there's one out there going through the Oklahoma names, and like, that's really a place. Okay. Uh, so, you know, you grew up out there high school. Where'd you go after high? Did you go to college or did you go straight to work? So I came to Oklahoma Christian University okay. up there uh, at the intersection of Oklahoma City mm-hmm. in Edmond. Uh, obviously, if memory serves, you went yeah. to Southern Nazarene, the arch rivals. Arch rivals, yeah. Definitely. So it's... I majored in ministry up there. That was chapter one of my life. Okay. And then chapter two, I did financial services. Uh, but uh, I, I returned to my roots. Yeah. Uh, customer service and good food. Yeah. Was coffee always in your life growing up? Absolutely not. Unless yeah. it was making my mom that coffee that came out of the can uh, and my dad the instant tea. I oh, mean, yeah. we're talking no, not yeah. at all. One or two spoonfuls of yeah. instant coffee and hot yeah. water. Yeah. I, I did not drink coffee until I was probably in my 30s. Okay. in ministry in Omaha, Nebraska. That cold weather, Yeah, uh, I guess I needed something to go with it. And I got probably introduced to coffee through chai, okay. which I always described as Christmas in your mouth. Yeah. You talked about Christmas Day. So yeah. Yeah, all those spices and flavor notes of like pumpkin pie and sure. all those things that I love to eat during the holidays. Um, and then I learned that all coffee doesn't taste the same. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm still learning that. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a, a minefield, isn't it, of different it, it, roasts, it tastes, is. and everything it blends. Is. It is, but yeah. probably like tea yeah. uh, and craft beer. I know that's a, yeah. a big thing as well. Um, I think for me, it it was learning that all people are created equal. That's a little marketing thing that we've played with, you know, mm-hmm. but not all coffee. Um, coffee can taste like rubber. Yeah. Uh, obviously, coffee is naturally bitter, but if you roast it properly... Uh, through the Malyard reaction, which maybe some of your previous guests sure. may have talked about, uh, there's this uh, sugar browning. So it's a lot like barbecue, you know, yeah. when you get that caramelization going. Uh, and if you can bring out the notes of the coffee and elongate that roast at just mm-hmm. the right time yeah. so that, you know, you, just like with a steak, it's not overdone or yeah. underdone, it's just right. Um, well, I can give you a coffee that you would swear is blueberry tea with a squeeze of lemon in it, but it's coffee. Yeah. Uh, It's the Ethiopian Guji. During the pandemic, we won an auction for a geisha bean, one of the world's best coffee beans. And the lot sold except for one bag. And I think it was a typo. Somehow it just (laughs) got left out there. And so, for lack of a better term, we stole it. Uh, And we have this amazing coffee that tastes like peaches and strawberries and it's oh, like it's so good oh it's it? it's so good yeah we uh we also uh pride ourselves here we, we created a northern italian dark roast one of the trends in coffee is to get lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter with roast so if you do like the floral coffees or the fruity coffees great yeah but if you don't you know maybe you grew up in hooker oklahoma on folgers uh and you want something strong but but not burned yeah uh, we affectionately refer to our friends over at the drowning mermaid i mean charbucks i mean yeah that place um <laughs> anyway without yeah. burning the beans we've yeah. created this northern italian dark roast and to be fair it cost us probably several thousand dollars of mistakes because uh, sure. we did burn R&D, the beans. yeah but we have Midnight Oil, mm-hmm. a nice name for an Oklahoma coffee. Of course. Uh, but it's a five-bean blend, leads with organic Sumatra, and the cupping notes are Bing cherry, those dark, mm, you know, purple yeah. cherries, mm-hmm. plum wine, okay. and clove. Yeah. And it's magic. If you put cream in it, it becomes dessert. God, I'm so hungry now. <laughs> I'm thirsty, hungry, and everything above. That's awesome. Uh, where does, I guess, the, the charity side of things for you come in then? Is that through the ministry as well? So obviously, you know, my heart, uh, obviously leaning that way, but no, it's, uh, my brother's fault. Um, my brother, uh, and his family, uh, this is a, you've, sorry, no, 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 this, <laughs> this is good. No, it's, it's a, it's, it's the topic we need to talk about. It's where does not your average Joe come from? Yeah. So I had an 11 year old nephew that passed away with cerebral palsy and hydrocephalus. His name was Braxton. And I watched Braxton be the joy of our family. He never walked. He never talked. But to be around him, your life was better. But I watched Braxton be excluded his whole life, excluded at school to a different room. Even at churches, he wasn't allowed with the other kids yeah. or in the auditorium. Uh, and his his parents never got to have respite. They were always on yeah. with caregiving. After Braxton's passing, uh, I made a promise to myself that I would do anything ever within my power to help children or adults with special needs to be included as opposed to excluded. So when I got into coffee, I didn't know that not your average Joe would look like what it is today. Right. Uh, 
God opened those doors along the way and we just stepped through them. But over time, obviously we wanted to give back to the community. And so that's why we identified different charities. We had clean water projects. Again, I mentioned some of the others earlier, but when the time came to choose one kind of makes sense that I would go back to watching what Braxton went through and said, Hey, let's, let's address that. And so when you come to not your average Joe and like Becca is in there right now, Becca is mostly nonverbal. Sure. And so many people think, well, what can she do? Well, she's hand pulling espresso. Becca is making your salad. Yeah. And if you try to put the wrong thing in the salad, oh my, she'll let you know your golf swing's not right. Buddy. <laughs> I mean, she's going to come over there and coach you up. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's the joy. And every person regardless of abilities, has different strengths. Uh, mm-hmm. K-Money, uh, Catherine, uh, her nickname, she's great at hospitality. She loves to talk. She loves to share stories. And yeah. that's a great person to meet when you come into the shop because yeah. maybe you've had a rough day. Maybe you just failed the test. Maybe you had a triple bogey. You know? yeah. I mean, whatever the case may be, it wasn't going well. And suddenly someone's talking to you and you realize, hey, yeah. you know, maybe my life's not so bad after all today. Yeah. Uh, and you leave with an exceptional cup of coffee served by what we call even better people. Yeah. That's, yeah, I mean, every every business has a meaning behind it and that's that's a very powerful one to, or, or your why, right? Like everyone relates things to, to why they do their business and why you get to where you are and it comes to coffee and now you get to serve and you never thought you would do, right? When you look back, you think, you know, someone, mum says to you when you're 10 or whatever, you're going to be a coffee shop and you're going to employ, you know, uh, and give back through the disabled adults and stuff like that. It's it's amazing how life works and how it takes us to certain places. And, you know, like you mentioned, like Homelands come to you, right? The original Midtown location, they came to you and said, would you do this? Like, this all happens for a reason. And I love just listening to you and listening to others as well who talk about the things that come to them and taking those signs and being like, you know what, having that awareness to, yeah, this this is what I'm supposed to be mm, doing. That's right. Right? Because you've said you've gone through three different life cycles or what, three yep. different things, you know, you, you're you an announcer, chapters in life, yeah. in life yeah. and then you get here and you're like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yep. And they're all lessons on it when you go pack and you're like, okay, I've learned something from each one. It's not like, you know, you have some people and you meet them and they're bitter about wasting their life doing five years of something that they shouldn't be doing. Like, well, no, what do you learn from that? A ton. That's, and you're spot on friend. You're spot on because everything I've done has prepared me for this moment. Yeah. Every single thing. I'm mindful of you saying, you know, when you're 10, you don't think, okay. Uh, in the old days, of course, and I mean the old, old days, you yeah. know, if you were born, you were born into your father's profession, mm-hmm. you know, or your mother's profession. You'd yeah. fall in their steps. Well, my dad was a butcher. Uh, I was a singles minister in Dallas once, and I called dad and said, hey, I finally followed in your steps. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you know, uh, everybody comes in here looking for someone new, dad. I mean, you know, yeah. it's, it's a little crazy out there. Um Anyway, I, I never thought I would be back in serving food, right. you know, serving people. Um, and it's just great to actually follow in dad's steps all these yeah, years yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. Because That's you're like, special. no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Yeah. But yeah, maybe I do. Maybe you do. Maybe I do. Yeah. It's amazing how it comes back around, isn't it? And you're like, oh, when you look back down the line of things you do and everything adds up, like, oh, okay, maybe I am supposed to be here. Um, well, to that point, and, and not your average Joe, and, um, you know, obviously, you know, this is a big time where we're at right now in Norman. You have your grand opening 
this weekend, which Saturday this will go out. So today, if you're listening, come on by. Um, what I mean, get to like this moment, like what has it been like with the Midtown and, and obviously having a pandemic and opening now this store and then Homeland and just all these things that come in. How do you take all that in? How do you deal with all that? Right. You it's don't easy. sleep. <laughs> you don't sleep. You don't sleep. So the coffee's full. Yeah. Everyone always asks, do you own, not your average Joe, are you, are you the owner of this business? And I'm like, no, no, it, it owns me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am the executive director of a nonprofit, but we yeah. have a board president and um, we all are excited, grateful, but make no mistake, mm. we're tired. Um, anything worth doing is not easy. Yeah. Um, and I'm a firm believer that persistence is probably the only thing that separates success and failure. Uh, it's not the education, mm-hmm. uh, all the connections even. It's, it's do you press on toward the goal to win that prize that's in front of you? Yeah. Um, so good metaphor in sports, but good, good metaphor in uh business as well uh obviously ours is a business with a cause um and we can't do it alone though uh we try to operate in the black so that we we teach them business uh along the way and obviously it costs money to open new stores and so we're going to need help from time to time to, to make those dreams reality to create new jobs and new markets but um Anyway, we're, we're, we're super excited to have the support of a lot of Oklahomans. On the roasting side, uh, Compadres joined Made in Oklahoma uh, several years ago. One of the best decisions I, I ever made uh, in terms of working with business because I placed myself in partnership with other businesses. Yeah. And even if we're just sharing stories or, or wisdom or, or resources, it's it's great. But you know, for all of your guests, if, if they're within driving distance of Norman, Oklahoma or mm-hmm. Midtown, uh, what soon will be you know up there at Lake Hefner at Homeland, love to have them come in yeah. and get a great cup of coffee. We also make homemade ice cream. I don't know if we've gotten to talk no, about that. No, we haven't. Oh, Tell me about that because I my actually friend. love ice cream. We absorbed a super scoop uh, several years ago. And uh, so we have Dr. Pepper chocolate chip ice cream down there we have cinnamon toast crunch yeah. bring back your childhood uh toasted coconut all the classics uh, as well but uh yeah, yeah. We, tr- we try to make a lot of yummy goodness we call it we have an elvis sandwich with peanut butter and banana that was his thing but we add bacon of course a made in oklahoma honey a yeah. made in oklahoma jam uh we serve that on blueberry bread after it's been toasted on a panini press oh, i'm gonna have to eat some food tonight. yeah <laughs> so good i went to his place in um is it memphis it is memphis yeah, yeah. i had two friends come into town from wales and one of them was loves elvis and he's like, we've got to go it's only seven hour drive I'm like only seven hours you know so we jumped in the car literally drove up there spent the night went to the thing and drove back and it was an awesome two days uh good shag carpet good barbecue oh, yeah you know just and I mean, typical like we were in, I think I just graduated college so we weren't I wasn't very wealthy at the time I'm still not wealthy now but at the time you know you, you get, we picked like the worst hotel literally at the end of the runway in Memphis down the street from from the from from the Elvis's place and we get to bed and I'm just here this giant like plane trying to land on the hotel oh, no. and I'm like what is that not where are we and I look at the map I'm like oh great winds out of the north we're on the north side of the airport these things are coming into land or whatever it is you know south or whatever thing is but yeah i didn't sleep much that night <laughs> but great experience for anyone who wants to go i'm gonna get up to that elvis uh the music i was i was more i was more uh, the house was great 
but the, across the street where you go through all and see all, all of his cars and all of his outfits and his records and stuff. I mean, the outfits are fantastic. Well, you, you mentioned you're a car fan, so Big that, that fan. makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so obviously, Compadres, you're still doing the roasting stuff We do. Well. We roast for universities, churches, yeah. other coffee shops, restaurants. Uh, you've never to this date seen a retail presence of Compadres yeah. because we've white labeled for everybody else. Yeah. And uh, I can tell you that if you live in Oklahoma, there is a statistical probability that you've had our coffee awesome. uh, under somebody else's label. Um, but uh, we have four uh, of our team that have been SCA top certified roasting. Uh, I believe the first female SCA certified roaster in Oklahoma as well. And uh, we love what we do. We do uh, ancillary allied products for coffee shops. So like mm -hmm. the smoothies, the fraps. We are now the new Oklahoma distributor nationally uh, from uh, Sherpa Chai, made okay. by Sherpas who immigrated from Nepal. They live in Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. They brought their Himalayan recipes. And so I told you I got into coffee through chai. Yeah. When you have Sherpa Chai, you, there's no such thing as any other chai. Yeah. It, I mean, it will not yeah. compare. It is the and pinnacle. It will take you to the mountains. That's oh, so good, isn't it? I, I mean, one of the things that's so good about food and coffee and drinks is that the taste takes you somewhere. That's right. It? It's that memory of mm -hmm. like, okay, this mm -hmm. tastes like mm -hmm. I should be at my mm -hmm. mum's house or my nan's house or you know my aunt's house on this day, whatever it is. Like it's, it's such a comfort. That's right. Uh, and you know, I'm sure you you've probably had that. Like we were talking about, you know, the tastings and different drops and different flavors. You think, oh, this does taste like this. What does that remind me of? Mm. And it breeds conversation, mm -hmm. doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And that's the best thing. It's like, um, and a mutual friend Todd, obviously in mm -hmm. coffee as mm -hmm. well at Iote, mm -hmm. like he would say to me, you know, you know, coffee's just the center of everything. Like think of all the big decisions you've made. It's right. probably been over a coffee. Mm -hmm. And what better to have that coffee in a shop like Not Your Average Joe That's right. when you're giving back and it's an it's a charity. It's not mm -hmm. a you know, obviously it's got to make money, but that money isn't going into lining the pockets of some corporate That's business right. owner. That's right. It's going to giving better jobs and giving more jobs to the disabled and taking that percentage mm. down. Mm. Which is like I recently did a did a podcast with Dale Rogers Training Center. Yep, yep. And the, the stats came from that too, and, and you know what they do, and and we've done one with the the names passing me, but there's one in Enid too, and like, like why is this an issue? Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be, mm -mm. because the disabled friends that I have, they like you said earlier, they're brilliant at there's there's they're very different, right? But they're absolutely phenomenal right. at like one or two things that's right and what better way to build a team that's right than have like specialty people come in and be like mm. you know oh, this person's amazing at greeting this person's amazing at making handmade you know salads or espressos yeah and it goes a long way doesn't it you're, you're, it feels you're like you a, a coffee shop could be a we, we call it a third space. So back in the day uh, when we were watching TV, when we were a little younger and cheers, you know, that place that everybody knows your name. And so if you come into your local coffee shop and they know your name, that that's certainly helpful. But uh, Todd was right about those decisions mm -hmm. are, are made uh, in my coffee world over the years i've seen people get engaged and unengaged uh at coffee shops uh in midtown i've seen business deal after business deal after business deal uh obviously i've seen friends catch up uh, i've seen friends say goodbye uh it is a special place yeah and we've just added an extra layer of special mm -hmm. uh and it's it's been an amazing 
amazing opportunity for us. And we are so grateful uh, to be able to watch yeah. and witness the transformation. Yeah that's going on so it's fun. yeah i'm sure it's great just you know that the students now are you know down in ou they're coming in here people are meeting with their mom and dad that are coming to town mm-hmm. or whatever it is you know there's so many things that are happening and i know it just makes you smile doesn't it it does it does and uh you know i know my dad's smiling which mm-hmm. makes me happy because he's like yeah your ego probably got ahead of you kid and uh you know see yeah. there's there's value in serving people. Yeah. There's value in serving people food mm-hmm. and drink that will create a context yeah. for their conversation, for their community. And we take that for granted yeah. in our culture, the value of service. And so dad's smiling, but I also think Braxton. Oh, Braxton is smiling. 100% smiling. Yeah. Because... Yeah, yeah, it's, and and I've been when I was in school back in Wales, um, a kid similar, his name was Matthew, had a walker, um, legs definitely, obviously, something was wrong with his legs, and he struggled to walk, had to walk with a walker, but it's the happiest person in the world. That's right. And when you're around someone like that, and you're like, you have everything to complain about, literally mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Like you were born mm-hmm. this way, mm-hmm. you can't like, you have a lot of things to be mad at. Mm-hmm. And they're the happiest person mm-hmm. in the world. And you're just like, you know what? Maybe like something that happened today or I have a nail in my tire or, you know, whatever. Someone like hits me because they text on their phone. Like, and the grand scheme of things doesn't matter. Mm, that's like, right. It brings everything back to perspective, right. doesn't it? That's right. Uh, so, yeah. I hope I hope that your listeners can come and, and visit Danielle, for mm-hmm. example, in Midtown and, and dance with her and ask her about her life, Uh, but she's still dancing. Uh, I hope that they can meet John, who's legally blind and legally deaf. Uh, He's the chef that you want to bake your cake but not decorate it. Um, (laughs) But he makes the homemade ice cream. Yeah. And he loves making people happy by serving them food. Yeah. Uh, He gets it. And uh, I think they're giving us the opportunity to get it. That's what's really happening on. Yeah. So opening day, grand opening is Saturday. When you're listening to this, that means it's today. Uh, What time you guys open? Anything special happening? There is a lot of special. We'll be open by the time they hear this, I presume. Uh, So we we open uh, 7 o'clock most days, 8 o'clock, I think, on Saturday. Um, And we're having $1 ice cream all day long, uh, $2 pastries, and $3 coffee, drinks, whatever of your choice. If you want chai, smoothie, frap, uh, come and get it. But the good news is the specials don't just end after the grand opening. If you can't come out every Monday, we have a thing called back to the grind and you got to go back to work. So at all of our shops from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., we do two dollar coffees, two dollar pastries, two dollars off your lattes. Every Friday's Frappe Friday, half price wraps all day long. Uh, You get to celebrate the coming weekend. But uh, we try to keep dancing sure and then uh where are we located right now and then also how can everyone follow you on social media so the norman location is at 1001 elm avenue it's basically just south of the intersection of elm and Lindsay, uh, diagonal from the freshman dorms uh, you can follow instagram nyaj norman for this location for the midtown location nyaj midtown and it's located at 1227 north 
Walker, the new Homeland location, will be there mm-hmm. at uh, May in Britain inside the Homeland. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for having me down here. Thanks for a, a wonderful cup of coffee. And I mean, wish you guys all the success for this new this new location opening up and also the, the Homeland that's coming and more Homelands to come. Well, you know, we're, we're excited. And thank you uh, and thank everyone behind the podcast for This Is Oklahoma making this happen. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to big things, but thank you for taking your time to share with us. Awesome. For everyone listening, I'll post all the links down below. Tim just mentioned uh, all the social media links and then the locations as well, the addresses, and we'll catch you next episode. Cheers. This podcast is made possible by the Made in Oklahoma program, created for Oklahoma's entrepreneurs. Their free-to-join program focuses on economic growth and development for the small businesses who grow, process, or manufacture a good within Oklahoma. Retail stores who sell Made in Oklahoma products can also benefit from their program. Above all, they encourage you to support and shop local wherever possible. Find them on Facebook and visit their website at www.madeinoklahoma.net to learn more. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.